Love Talk Radio. to welcome everybody to Vibe Time with Jerry, Block Talk Radio. Um, my co-host, David Flowers. Hey, everybody. And then I have my special guest, Mr. Or Buster himself, Paul Shields from Culpepper hey, Paranormal. <laughs> How's everybody doing this evening? <laughs> can you see me? Yeah, yeah, I can see you. We can see you fine. Hey, Ronnie Anderson. Let me edit privacy, get it public. There we go. All right, I'm just, and you can, okay, they can hear me. Well, yep. hello, Ronnie. How are you? How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good here. Is it hot outside? Good. That's an understatement. There you go. Hey, Shayla. Hey, Shayla, how are you? Hey, John Stevens, how are you? Paul, are you okay? I yeah, I can't see anybody. You can't I mean, see? I can see you guys, but I can't see anybody on Facebook. Okay. We'll, we'll um, hey, John Sullivan. Yeah, I have another laptop, but, but I got to, but I got to log into it. Did you want? Do you want to try to do that? I mean, they can, we can hear you. I mean, you're clear. Yeah, you can see me and hear me fine, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. we can see you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, okay, everybody's comment. Picture keeps going. Okay, now I can see Ronnie, Shayla, John. Do you, okay. you want to try to do that? I mean, oh, I hear a. I can't hear you. Oh, I can hear. I can hear you now. Yeah, Shayla said she can see you. Oh, she. I mean, I have Verizon Fios now. What is the problem? <laughs> you know. They all suck. Okay. Yeah, that's what I got. I don't have no problems. Hush. Nobody asked right. you. You can hear me and everything. Yeah. Shayla, my purse came. Now we're twins. Except I put it's haunted, and I used that as my patch just to scare people. I wish they had a voodoo doll patch. 
the little stick pen. Hey, call Pepper Paranormal. Your team's on, Paul Shields. So our topic of discussion was going to be orbs. That was Kim, Kim on. Kim on. I see John Stevens. <laughs> we can be twins. Shayla and I are twins. It's going to be orbs? It's going to be orbs. Let's talk about your favorite, favorite group from Gettysburg. You poor thing, you get kicked off all the time. Kim said she's here. I mean... Oh, my God. Okay, Gettysburg ghost pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your favorite, favorite, favorite... Yeah, well... Group. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's my favorite. They kicked me, they kicked me off, uh, I don't know how many times. Um, just for giving my opinion and just being objective. You know, I mean, this, the whole site is based on subjectivity, right? I mean, you know, it's people's feelings. You know, they're seeing things with pareidolia. Um, you know, you try to put some ob objectivity in it, critical thinking, and then they lose their minds, you know? Then you get banished, like some stepchild. <laughs> Smacked on the hand. Yeah, I know. Told to get out. I know. That's <laughs> I may have to take my computer upstairs because I don't know if it's my internet, but it's like cutting out. Oh, goodness. Because you guys, because you guys, I can hear every other word you're saying, Gary. I don't know. It could be. Yeah, he's completely frozen. frozen now. Can you hear me? We can hear you. You're just frozen. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move it upstairs. Okay. Yeah, that okay. Should be a little bit easier. I don't know what is going on. Mm -hmm. uh, that'll be a lot easier. Oh, it's in Pennsylvania. World-class dresses. Okay. Yeah. You guys can see me, so I'm moving. Yep. Hold on, I switched blog talk over. Know what I did? No. Nope. And freezing up at the same time. Never reflection. What is the red circle in all the pictures? You say that in every one. Is that red circle haunted? Everything is working now. Paul is moving up. Blair Witch on the show tonight. Look out. Moving camera. <laughs> Look at the moving camera. makes you wonder with our routers how many feet it actually goes out to, you know, where you can, because, like, I had to have an extra router put back here. Oops. Guess we lost them. Everything is working now. Paul is moving. Yeah. And now we just lost Paul. There goes the show. 
There goes. We have to hang up now. Yeah. Five time with David. Uh, if it's going wrong, it's five time with Jerry. Oh yeah, but when we can't do it. It's five time with David. When I can't do it, maybe he'll switch. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, Paul um, Paul Shields is from Cold Pepper Paranormal. In case there are people that are going to tune in later that don't know, and I'll get him when he comes back on to talk a little bit about Cold Pepper Paranormal, because um, we do have new people on the show and on the page. So, but we we do appreciate everybody that tunes into to Vibe Time every week, and I can't believe that next week we're going to be already be going on the third week of September. Time is just, it so flies. Yeah. Yeah, David's show last week went smoothly. Yeah. yeah next week, next week we have John Snowball Stevens. Yeah. Can't wait to talk to John Snowball Stevens. It's going to be fun. I'm sure the show went perfectly smooth, and David was an innocent angel that could do no wrong. There he is. All right, can you guys hear me? Yeah. A yeah. whole lot better now. Yeah. I don't have any volume. Oh, can you hear us? It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Can you hear us, though? He's putting his earbuds. Uh, can you guys uh, hear me? Yeah. I can hear you, yeah. Can you hear us? I can't hear you. Oh, no. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with the audio. I can't hear anything. John Snowball. He got his name when David Flowers was Hold sitting on. at his desk one night at the beginning of a show right before John Stevens came on, and he was eating a snowball, and that's hence where John Stevens' name came from. That's his A.K.A. <laughs> John Stevens. All right. Yeah, I can't hear anything. Can't hear it? Mm-mm. Yeah, we, we can hear you fine. Well, it's his All right, I hear you guys. You hear me now? You can hear it now? That's John. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Yep, we hear you fine. All right now. Yep, we can hear you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is his stripper name, even though he doesn't want to go on the poll. He doesn't want to go on the on the poll anymore. He would rather. There we go. All right. What a nightmare. <laughs> can you hear I'm us? I'm going to use my stupid little phone. Yeah, I can hear you guys fine. Okay. My wife's trying to watch. Sucks when internet sucks. He's still frozen. You cursed the show. <laughs> Wife's trying to watch, but my gosh. You would think in today's technology we wouldn't have these types of internet problems. Yeah, and they just put five, and they, 
and they just put FIOS in my, I mean, because I've had no internet forever. So they just put FIOS in back in June. So it's just, you know, it's been working great, but it's wireless. So if I go downstairs about the basement, it, you know, will stop, will like stop working. Yeah. Go figure. I think it has to do with how far the router goes. I did learn that. It only goes so many feet. And we had to, I had to have a second router hardwired into the room in order to get the internet. So I'm running off of two routers. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got got an extender, and because my son's, because we have a three-level house, so doors go up. And someone someone told me internet works better when it's downstairs. I mean, when it's up middle floor and it goes down. Mm -hmm. But, you know, apparently it's just. You know, so I put the extender downstairs, hoping that it that it would extend. <laughs> yeah. Stop really extending. Yeah. But you know, it's just. But right now I'm just running off the off the 5G off my Android, so. Right. It should be. I don't know. It should, it should be fine, but. That's just an orb yeah. that looks like yeah. Paul. He's not circled in red, yeah. so. <laughs> Sorry, that don't count. If they're not circled in red, then. We, we yeah, I know John's. I know John's not evidence anymore. If it's not circled in red, people <laughs> make a note of that. Yep, like Gettysburg ghost pictures, eh? My goodness. Yeah. So back to so back to that debacle. I can't believe they have 150,000 members. I mean, that just seems insane to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that that many. I mean, it's a good place to put a pictures look. I mean. You know, there's a lot of a lot of people that take pictures. They don't know what it is. I'm not, you know, they're, I'm I'm not saying they're dumb. You know, they're not ignorant. It's just you've never seen something before. Take a picture at night using a flash. You know, you're like, oh wow, you know, it's an orb. You know, what is that? Um, so I mean, I don't blame them. You know, and they're 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 basically being subjective. You know, but then when you come along, you try to be if any of objectivity. You know, they get offended. I mean, and I understand you just on how you say it and how you, you know, uh, you know, present it, you know, present the facts or whatever, and you just don't want them to, you know, take it hard. But they get upset. Admins come in. Next, you know, it they suspend you for a day, suspend you for a couple of days, and you know, it's a price. yeah, you've been suspended several times. Yeah, I'm I'm completely blocked. Mm-hmm, yeah, he's completely <laughs> blocked out of there now. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, well, you know, I have. Oh, it's okay. I, I mean, I have a couple Facebook accounts, so I mean, I just joined in on another Facebook account so I can, you know, look at their, look at their pictures. You know, Jerry, you know, you and I were going to start that. I still want to do that Facebook page. Yeah. And I know Shayla started one similar, and I said, damn, she beat us to it. But um, you know, but I, I, you know, I wanted to base it off of that site, you know, but having a busy summer, you know, getting my daughter off of school, you know, taking vacations has been, I've been pretty busy, so I haven't had a chance. To, yeah. It was going to be different anyway. Yeah. It was going yeah. to be a Ron lot Anderson just different. Said, Gettysburg is actually haunted, but every picture from there isn't haunted. Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Oh, no, I definitely believe it's haunted. I mean, well, you got the Jenny Wade house. I mean, you have the battlefield itself. You know, but the, the other thing that's just perplexing to me, and a lot of people on there just they think Gettysburg is the most haunted battlefield, you know, out there. I mean, you know. Every any place that's where there's a lot of grief, a lot of people have died. Of course, you're going to have, you know, you know, some activity. It's just 
you know, I live in Brandy Station. You know, I live close to the Brandy Station battlefield, and I live, you know, 20 minutes from Wilderness, you know, another 20, 25 from Chancellorsville, Spotsy, Courthouse. You know, I mean, Manassasville runs 45 minutes away. I mean, there's just so much history around here, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, and, you know, I don't know if you guys know, believe it or not, but, you know, Culpeper was the most fought-over county in the Civil War. Um, you know, it goes back to George Washington's first job as a surveyor. He was 17 years old. Um, he surveyed the town of Culpeper. I mean, just it's a lot of cool histories all around us. You know, so I mean, it's not, you know, you know, there's a few people on the on that Gettysburg site that you know was talking about. Oh, it's just you know, just it's acting like it's the most haunted place in the world. I mean, I'm sure it has its you know its uh, you know paranormal activity, but so does every other battle. You know. All right. Yeah. Tom Oh Tom Polo says eyeball. Oh, okay. Oh, Tom. Yeah, haven't seen Tom in a long time. Yeah. Hey, Tom. Yeah, I can't. I can't see anybody that's commenting because you know I I can sign back into my laptop. I guess I can go back in and sign it. You know, my son upstairs screaming about Spirit Halloween. <laughs> I went downstairs to get it. See, my son has just a session with Spirit Halloween. Yeah. And he's 14 years old, so you can hear him right now. But um. But yeah, I'm gonna I'll sign in the laptop here in a second so I can see if you can comment this box. So that's why I had it downstairs, but you know, the internet can't. Hey, Lucy. Yeah. Ronnie Anderson says Cold Harbor was more active than his Gettysburg trip. Oh, I would love to go to Cold Harbor. Um, my my great great grandfather fought there in the Florida Ninth Infantry. I would love to go there. I haven't had a chance. I mean it's a little you know, it's an hour and a half away, it's not that far. But I'm sure. I mean Cold Harbor was a nasty Battle. I mean, that's where Grant got his nickname, the Butcher, you know, for the press, because mm-hmm. there was so much carnage. The North just, you know, endless amounts of resources, you know, Lobby Lee's, you know, Army of Northern Virginia was just got them down. So, pretty, pretty, pretty crazy it happened those first three days of June. Yeah. yeah. Well, can you tell us? Yeah, I love Battlefield just Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, can you tell us a little bit about um, Cold Pepper Paranormal? Because I have new people on here. I know you've been on the show before, oh, okay. but we have new people on here that may yeah. not know about y'all. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, um, Cold Pepper Paranormal is based out of Cold Pepper. Um, Kim Willard uh, is our founder. She founded the group um, about eight and a half years ago, nine years ago. We joined the group about eight years ago. And, um, you know, we basically do a lot of, we do walking tours in town and, you know, we do a lot of history. That's pretty much um, what our group, what we do. We, we do a lot of history, you know, going to old houses, you know, uh, you know pre-Civil War, Revolutionary War, that type of thing. We, and we do a lot of, you know, I think the premises of our group is, you know, to actually go in and do debunking. You know, I mean, it's not, you know, people, there's claims, you know, people, you know, believe there's paranormal activity. And what we like to do is we have to go in, you know, we're not going to doubt them at all, but we want to go in and, you know, you know, see the claims, you know, hear, hear the claims and see if we can find out exactly what's happening, you know, what's going on. Um, but that's pretty much what Culpepper Paranormal is about. I mean, we, there's four of us, it's my wife, myself, um, Kim, the founder, and then Amy's mom, and um, my mother-in-law. And, uh, you know, we, we go all over. I mean, we do, like you said, we do a lot in Culpepper. Um, you know, I'm a board member of the Brandy Station Foundation. So we do a lot at the Graffiti House. Um, wanted to have a public event this fall. It may try to do it in November, but October's been really tough. We've got a really busy schedule for Call Back the Paranormal we're, we're doing. On the 29th, we're doing a, um, we got it right here, we're doing a um, 
in town, there's this place called Wine and Design. I think the tickets are sold out. But um, it's uh, basically it's you drink wine and you draw a picture, <laughs> or you paint a picture, I should say. Um, it seems pretty interesting. So people buy tickets, and then we're going to go in and we just talk about our equipment. We talk about our EVP. We talk about places we've been, what we do for the town, you know, what we do for the county, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. We don't make any money. You know, we don't charge anybody anything. Yeah. I mean, we do pay when we go on investigations. You know, we went to West Virginia Penitentiary um, a couple weeks ago, and of course we had to pay for that. We went with Middleburg, Middletown Paranormal, the Dam Corner for National Lost Adventures. We had a great time. That place is super, super haunted. We can talk about that later. But um, yeah, Culpeper Paranormal. I mean, the 29th we got the Wine and Design event. We got a walking tour on October 2nd. Um, that is sold out. Um, October 14th is Spirit Night at the Graffiti House. Now, the, um, we've been doing that every year. Um, the Graffiti House was used as a field hospital during the Battle of Rainy Station, which took place on June 9th, 1863. It was the biggest cavalry battle in the Civil War. Um, it was used as a field hospital. Um, it was built at about between 1859 and 1861 near the start of the war. Very interesting place. I know, Dave and Jerry, I know you guys have never been. I, you know, if you guys get a chance, I know you're a little far away. Definitely come out and um, check it out. I mean, it's not the biggest house in the world, but the whole top floor has got three rooms and there's all kinds of graffiti. And um, like I said earlier, I'm on the board, so we do, you know, um, we, we do we do preservation. State actually is purchasing a lot of the battlefield land. It's you know, with the graffiti house is going to be included in that, but we're just, you know, that's going to be the last stage. Probably it's probably going to take another five or six seven years before that happens. Um, so that's Spirit Night. Spirit Night is Saturday the 14th. It's from five to nine, and basically it's not a, it's not a paranormal like uh, we're not ghost hunting. It's basically we're there talking about our you know equipment, talking about our experiences there. I have videos. We've, we've investigated there probably three dozen times. So going over, you know, the evidence that we've had, the best evidence that we've captured there, um, the history of it. We have a couple of historians there. We got a greeter. Um, you know, we're going to you know, give out candy and stuff. It's a pretty, pretty cool event. You know, it's from five to nine on October 14th. So guys are in the air. That's really easy to find. Just you know, just Google uh, the PD House radio station. Cool. Um, and then October 16th. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I'm trying to get you guys out there fine. I'll take you all to dinner. <laughs> um, so on October 16th, we have the wa another walking tour, and that is sold out um, as well. Um, the walking tours are kind of cool here. It's kind of brief. Go talk about those. There's about 12 or 13 spots. We've investigated half of them, um, and we talk about all the history of Culpeper from, like, George Washington to the Civil War, um, you know, pretty much in that time period, and then the places we investigated, the, the uh, evidence that we got. And we got some pretty compelling evidence. I mean, there's a restaurant called Grassroots. We got one of our best there. And yeah, Dave, I'll, I'll just send you that EVP, because I know in October we're going to do that EVP. Oh, yeah, that's going to be fun. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then on October 31st, we're just doing a, there's a, they have a trick-or-treat in town. Every little town has it, but yeah. all the kids line up and mm -hmm. There's like a thousand of them. There's a ton of we've, done, we've been doing the last three or four years, and we just set up in front of Cackles, which is a bakery in Culpeper, one of the places we've investigated. We set up in front of there, and we pass out candy. And 
I, I think between Kim and I, I mean, we passed out, I mean, it's about an hour, hour and a half time, we passed out over 15 to 1,800 mm-hmm. pieces of candy. Yeah, yeah, that's Dang, how it is crazy. in our town. It's, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. yeah it's, right. We have the Crawloween, I think it's called, where you go to different shops. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's a wine right. tasting event, um, and you just go to the different locations in town, and you're, you're tasting wa- different wines. I think tickets are like thirty or forty dollars. They're trying to do something um, paranormal, not necessarily, but ghost walks or whatever. But there's not. I haven't collected enough evidence for us to do that, and I'm not going to sit here and make up stories. I'm just not doing it. Right. So, oh yeah, um, no, no, now, right. now the ladies' club, I got to do a presentation about equipment. They want to know about the equipment and um, the different things that I have found so far, but it's still not enough evidence to say, okay, well, let's it's it's enough for a ghost walking tour right now because I I just right. refuse to do stories if it's not if it's not legitimate, I'm not doing it, you know, so. But every small town, yeah, no, I, you know, it's hard to investigate no, I, out here. Yeah, well, I mean, talking to Ronnie and Shayla, you know, they're yeah. paranormal about that as well. Yeah, and same thing. I mean, they're you know they're trying to you know do that there in their town as well. It's hard. I mean, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's there's a lot of folklore. Like, there's a difference. You know, people telling stories, ghost stories. Yeah. I mean, you know, as, as paranormal investigators, you want you need to go in and you need to try to you know, try to debunk those claims or find out if those claims are true. I mean, the history, and that's a lot of times the history is like hearsay, you know what I mean? It's definitely not, it could be true, you know, but you want to go in, you want to get names, you know, um, right. you know there's a couple ways to do it. If, if you're if you're into the ITC devices like the Spirit Box and the network generators like the Obelisk and stuff, you know, I, I don't, not a big fan of the Obelisk. It's, yeah. it's a, yeah. it's a word generator. Either. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, in a couple of years ago, I even about the, the infamous Obelisk 3 that everybody's so crazy about is, you know, it's it crap. I mean, what we do EDP session and it says rabbit. <laughs> what? <Yeah>. what? <laughs> but although I do have a quick story, not to sidetrack back from what I'm talking about, the, the, the ghost stories and stuff, but um, when I first got that Obelisk 3, just a quick story, I don't know if I pulled it on here when I was here a year ago, but we have a rabbit and we have, you know, the rabbit has a little litter box behind. And I had taken the obelisk out of the box and my wife took dinner and I showed her the obelisk. I turned it on and I said, look, you know, and it comes on, it says dictionary mode, you know, robotic voice. And the first word that came out was it said rabbit. And then I was like, like, wow, that's weird. Okay. And then about, I say about seven, eight seconds, not even 10 seconds. Another word said pine. And pine is what pine shading bar would be used for rabbit litter box. And that was kind of weird. You know, and I was like, wow, this thing's pretty neat. Well, we've taken that thing on how many investigations, and it doesn't do shit. You know, I mean, it's just not just not reliable. And everybody gets pissed off. Then gets pissed off. Then gets pissed off. Like, turn that damn thing off and screw up the EVP session. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't use it as much. Um, you know, but the SB, the SB7 spirit box, I mean, it's a little bit different from the other word generator. I mean, that, that's, I mean, we got some good stuff like that. You know, we test this method, you know, that, that they um, mm-hmm. Blindfolding with the uh, deprivation methods and stuff. But anyways, going back to the to the, um, the, the the ghost tours, the walking tours. Yeah, I mean, unless unless you have a lot of evidence, and we've investigated, you know, about eight places, seven or eight places in town, and we've got some pretty good evidence for some of them, mostly EVP evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, and 
you know, from the Panasonic ER60. I know some people hate that thing, but like it. I've got some pretty clear EDP. Um, you know, I'm, I want to send this to David, you know, see what you guys think as well. But um, we, use, we use this on the walking tour, and a lot of people are like, wow, you know, um, at grassroots restaurants here in Salt Pepper in the basement, it was used as a civil war jail. I have a really good EDP down there. Um, and it says I see you, and it's really clear. We got that on the Olympus 7200 record. So it's, you know, a little bit newer than the Panasonic. Um, they're very clear EDP. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, most of the places down here, you know, there's, there's a lot of stories. Some of, the, some of the restaurants and businesses and stuff that are there, they were other things before. I mean, the town mm -hmm. it was incorporated right. in 1749. Right? So, you know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of things that happen, a lot of places that are different. But, you know, to be able to, I mean, we can't verify, you know, some of the stories, obviously. It's, people want to hear some of the stories. I mean, because even on our tour, we've gotten, you know, not necessarily complaints, but um, people that, you know, you know, they – Sometimes they get irritated because we talk too much about equipment, but then some people like it we talk about equipment, you know, or some people don't want to, they want to hear more ghost stories and they want to hear less, you know, stuff from us about evidence. So it's kind of hard to balance when you're taking 20 or 25 people around right. the tour, you know, everybody's yeah. going to want something different. Um, but, um, but yeah, we have a lot of fun doing it. We only do, like, I mean, we're doing two. I, I would love to do more. And, you know, we have to do them on Monday nights rather than, like a weekend night because it's just busy. You, know, you get a lot of people in town, you know, people are out after night or out after it's dark, you know, so it's hard to you know, do a ghost tour of people around. So we do them on Monday nights. The dates, dates I told you we're going, they're all Monday nights. So there's less people you know, yeah. in town. So. Yeah, and that's our problem is that we got the one main street and then we have one little intersection. So, and those are the main places, and that's hard because there's a lot of traffic, drive-free traffic, right. and so that makes it very difficult. I mean, we've been out, my friend Marjorie and I, we've been out at, in town at least 11 or even 12 o'clock at night running EVPs, and it's difficult because there is a yeah. passing car. I mean, the road traffic. is right there. You have no other, yeah. you know, no other place to go, and I refuse to fake stories and you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I just refuse to, yeah, to, you don't want, to yeah. fake it. I'm just I'm just not not doing it. Um No have it. no absolutely don't, I mean nobody I mean you know there's some I people know there's that stories. do but, you know, I don't know. Of course. I'm sure people in town yeah. have stories but um I just want the real thing like we do on the tour. What we tell people we have what we're doing to back we have it all backed up what we're telling people. It's yeah. you know, it's right. I got a couple E V Ps out of Urbana and a cut and in a couple of the houses. I mean they're legit clear cut class A E V Ps. No, you know. Um right. so I do have those. So but it's oh, just it's right. not enough to do like an hour tour, for instance. No, no. Yeah, well, I mean, unless, it's, it's unless you around. incorporate the history part of, you know, like the different houses in town, unless you incorporate that into it, there's no way it's an hour right, right. now. Yeah, and I mean, until you get more places and stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, and sometimes you have to travel a little bit out of town, but then that takes the whole walking tour part out of it, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, you want to be able to um, – you want to be able to have everything accessible, you know, walking to it, you know. Mm -hmm. And one thing we thought about in 
Sorry, my wife. Maybe <laughs> she's getting irritated. <laughs> Amy, say hi. <laughs> like, don't do that. I'm trying to watch show notes. I'm trying to get on my laptop. I know. I'm trying to get on my computer. Oh, I can see the comments. Look, hey, Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie said I work in Culpepper yeah. a few weeks ago. Said, yeah, I told Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie said he worked in Culpepper. I was like, dude, you need a coffee? We can go hang out and, um, you know, go do uh, dinner and lunch or something. So, um, but um, anyway, um, yeah, you. I mean, you know, as far as, uh, uh, yeah, you, know, the, you, you know, can't just go by you stories. Want things exactly. Yeah. It's important to us yeah, that we have the evidence to back it up. That's that is absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yep. Um, yeah, and we, and we actually and we also talked about um, you know because uh, Paige Reed who does tours in Culpeper, um, we talked to her also about doing like a trolley tour because you know not just in town but I mean you have a big cemetery. You know, we have the graffiti house, which I was talking about. We have the, you know, we have the Grand Station Battlefield, and we have the Cedar Mountain Battlefield, just on August of 1862. Um, we have Kelly's Ford, which is another battle that was fought on March 17, 1863, right before the Battle of Grand Station. And you have some skirmishes all along the Rappahannock River. So there's tons of stuff here. Um, you have Rose Hill Plantation, which we investigated. You have um, uh, Salubria, which is a house which can't get into. That's, that's run by the Germana Foundation. That's a really hard place to, to get into and investigate. Um, you know, but there's a lot of places outside of town. So we had talked to Paige Reed about doing the, uh, doing a trolley and, and doing that. And, um, you know, we're still trying to work on that. That would be fun. But, of course, we'd have to charge a lot more for tickets. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Trolley tours are fun. Yeah. I'd love that. I'd love to add some alcohol to that. But yeah. I don't think too well. <laughs> yeah. Those are a lot of fun. Right. Yeah. yeah, 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 they are. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to look at some of the other So, yeah, John Stevens, the grassroots PDP is one of the best I've ever heard. Yeah, that, that grassroots PDP is really is, is insane. It's very clear. Like I said, we caught it on Olympus um, 7200 recorder, which is, a, you know, a lot. There's no white noise, so it's a lot clearer. I'll have to send that to, to you, Dave. Um, it's for one of our best. Um, we also got some pretty good EVPs down at the Camper House down in Madison County. They're, they're pretty clear, too, as well. But, yeah, I mean, most of the ones we get on that Panasonic, the DR60, we got, I mean, we get a lot of noise on it as well. I mean, you know, I would say 90-something percent of it is just, it, it, it's like inaudible. You can't understand, you know, what they're saying. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but some of them are clear, you know. Some of them, some are really clear. It's funny because um, I, uh, you know, my, my wife and I got, got the uh, chance to meet, you know, Jason Hawes back in, uh, back in June. And uh, we were, there was an event down there with the guys that the show goes and all stuff. Um, so we're down there talking to Jason, and I asked him what his thoughts were on the Panasonic recorder. He was like, he wasn't really too high on it. And he started going, you know, and, I, and I'm like, okay, I don't know, what, what should I say? And like, you know, there are some things in that recorder that I can't explain that we've got. You know, and, and Jason's the whole thing was that it's interference, it's radio interference. The recorder was made in 1990 in Japan. It's a very old recorder, but, you know, there's a lot of, you know, like scratching and, you know, what that recorder does, it's like you can't, it's like, is it paranormal? I don't know, you know, but I've gotten some stuff on that thing, but I just, you know, that are clear as day, you know. <laughs> Those are the ones that are on sale. Isn't that the one that is on sale on, e on eBay right now for about $3,000, that one, or is that a different yeah. one, or is that the same thing? Yeah. 
Um, no, it's just what I'm like, damn, Dave, you fucking cough up a lung. <laughs> I got me going to cough. Um, no, it, it is. <laughs> it is. It is the same. It is the same one on eBay. It's um, thank you. it's it's yeah. They're, they sell it for. Uh, I, I see them, but the sale. I mean, when you look at the final, like the the, the final sale of it, they're they're usually going for about eighteen hundred bucks, you know. But people listen. For three thousand. I don't know if he's paying three thousand. I mean, that's yeah. that's ridiculous. So I have. Um, I bought mine. Yeah, John. Yeah, I know John. I know. I think, but but between John and I, we have like four of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have a bunch of them. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's car. Uh, <laughs> what's that? You can pay for a car. Yeah. Yeah, I know. If I sell them now, my wife probably wants me to. You know, she's like, give me this damn thing. Um, but um. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, we use. Look, I mean, when we we do, I, those aren't the only recorders I use. I mean, I, I I own three of them, and I use them all in investigation. Um, I use. I have a Sony um, ICD B26, a B16. They're old white noise recorders. I also use the Tascam DR7, which is, you know, 2000, a little bit newer. Um, I use the Olympus 7200. Um, I use a bunch of them. I get yelled at by by everybody in my group because they're like. Are you ready, Paul? Are you ready, Paul? <laughs> well, because I'm setting up recorders. Yeah. And I'm like, well, don't you? I mean, look, I mean, we're only, the, we're only there for a certain amount of time, right? Mm-hmm. If you're investigating someplace, you're only there for three, yeah, four, yeah. five, six, seven hours. Yeah. So if, if you're going to do, do an EVP investigation, do it right. Use yeah. seven, eight recorders. You have your, you know, you have your video camera as well. Because, I mean, I tell you, one of the things that I like to do when we're reviewing evidence is that if I do get, because, you know, the Panasonic's are voice activated, right? Mm-hmm. So when you, when you do a five-minute EVP, five EVP session, you're only going to get about a minute, 30 seconds of, of actual voices because that it's, it's voice activated from question to question to question. You know, and if you get an yeah. like, answer in between, it's something you're going to get something in between. So and the other recorders are just real-time recorders. And then you have your video camera recorder as well, Sony camera that I use as a identity microphone on it. So, I mean, when I go over stuff, if I hear something on the Panasonic, I can go to the other recorders and make sure that it's not one of us coughing or one of us, you know, scratching, right. creaking the floor. You know, so you have, and it's a pain in the ass to do that because, I mean, you know, it, I mean, getting EVPs is hard. I mean, we all know that. We all mm-hmm. do it. It's very difficult to get, you know, um, a disembodied voice that you can't hear because they're usually in the low hertz range, right? Like, I mean, they're under 20, under 20 hertz. I mean, our ears can't hear. I mean, they're usually really, really low. Sometimes we can hear them with our own ears. Sometimes it's, it could be somebody's stomach grabbing, you know? I mean, it's, but, but that's why you use a, a, other recorders. So you, right. you, you know, so you can debunk that. Because, I mean, the thing about investigating is I believe it's all about debunking. You know, you, you don't, I mean, I want, what we all want it to be paranormal, you know, I mean, because it's exciting. It's just the energy to go back and keep doing it, right? I mean, right. but at the same time, though, we have to, you know, we have to be true to ourselves, be true to everybody else. Like, look, you know, it's either legitimate or it's not, or it's not legitimate. You know, we have to be honest with ourselves, you know, and do the right thing, you know, go about it that way. That's um, true. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. I mean, I have this, I wrote down because, you know, 
we were talking about Gettysburg Ghost Pictures, and I brought up a good point. So I had this, this these bullet points about critical thinking and paranormal, right? And I mean, people say, well, why would you use critical thinking? I mean, being objective is being a critical thinker, right? So I mean, if you think about it, I wrote down these things. So if you, what you first thing you want to do is you want to identify evidence for the issue. Second thing you want to do is you want to create you want to create inferences on why it exists and how it can be proven or taught. Third, you want to collect information or data on the subject or phenomenon through research, right? Um, you know, history names, you know, if you get something, is it, how is it related? That type of thing. Um, you want to organize and sort data finding, develop and execute solutions and analyze which solutions work for fit. And I think that type of those those type of things, if you use those for general for investigating, I think it would be a lot easier. So I know, and I know a lot of people, and I'm not including mediums in this because there are people that are sensitive, right? And some people might take that as being subjective. And, you know, I, I know there's some mediums out there, and there are people that feel like, Gary, and I mean, I mean you, you do that type of stuff as well. So, I mean, you know, you, I take that seriously, and you have to take that seriously as well. You know, but um, but when it comes to, like, the orb thing, and, you know, the orbs and Gettysburg Ghost pictures, and I mean, and then people are getting upset. Oh, and they zoom in really, you know, and they see the faces of the orbs and everything. It's like, come on. You know, and we all, an orb is something that gives off its own light source. Right? I mean, that's, I, mean I think we all agree with that. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's, it's, it's something that, um, you know, it, 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 it's hard to capture. I mean, if you're using a, an IR light, because an IR is an infrared light that will reflect, reflect off an object. It's like back. That's why dust particles and stuff look like orbs because the IR light, they look almost translucent too sometimes because you know, the light reflecting off of them. The camera lens is really, really keen. Um, but, you know, but when people are, are taking still pictures, you know, and they're, and they're zooming in and they're color pictures, you know, they're using just a regular phone camera at night, you know, and it fucking looks like it's raining, you know. Like, yeah, so it's, it's um, you know, I just think people are just too sensitive. Yeah. Comes to being objective. No, I mean, I, I, I yeah. agree with you on that. I've been sensitive a couple times. Yeah. David has told me that they're not legitimate orbs, and I've gotten upset about it. I mean, I'll, I'll admit that. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think it's, I think when you have other people, too, you know, you, it, it, people are there with you at the time, or you have other people looking at the evidence. You know, because I think, you know, having different opinions, and I think it's really hard when you're the one actually capturing the quote unquote evidence because you get so right. excited you're not as a, as objective as a second party. Oh, 100%. Mm -hmm. And I've been there. I think we've all been there. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I think you call it me, you, you basically call it like knee jerk reactions, right? right? I mean, we all have that. I mean, there's, oh my gosh, I mean, I, that's happened, I don't know how many times, you know, and then, but that's also why you record everything, you get everything on camera, get everything on audio, you know, so you can go back and look at it if you haven't figured it out, you know, before. Um, but 100%, I mean, because, you know, just, just that feeling of being in a, you know, I tell you what, I mean, we, went, we were at West Virginia State Penitentiary, you know, a couple weeks ago. There was a lot of crap that happened in that place that were really freaky. I mean, Kim, you know, our founder, I mean, she got scratched. And, you know, I had the camera on her, and, you know, I didn't see her hand go. I mean, I mean, she would never do that, obviously. But I said, turn around, and I took my camera off IR and put it on just regular incandescent light. 
but sure enough, she had a red mark and it started getting darker and darker. And um, there's a couple scratches there, and it was right in front of a cell, you know, that this guy was stabbed 37 times. Oh, um, actually, yeah, and actually, I got an EVP right there with my Panasonic recorder right before, right after she got scratched, and before we actually started doing the EVP, I turned my recorder on, and we were in there, and I got the name Red, because the guy's name is Red. You can hear it playing its day, like, almost like a whisper, but it's louder, it says Red. I'm playing it for the people there at the penitentiary that were staying with us. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, when things like that happened, I mean, your, your, you know, your senses go up, right? So it's easy to be subjective to that point. Like, oh, even if it wasn't, you know, paranormal, like, you know, because well, there was bats in there too. If you didn't know there was bats in there and they're flying around and hit you, hit you in the head or whatever, like, holy shit, somebody just touched me, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, there were really bats in there, so. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, those types of things. I think that happens a lot with us. I mean, yeah, I mean, the more investigations you do, I think you, you become more aware, you know, what's going on. It's like, okay, I'm not going to get freaked out, but, I, you know, I, it's still, I mean, you just don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, things happen, and you're right, Dave. I mean, that's, that's it, it's hard to be, it's hard to be objective, objective in a real situation sometimes. You're freaked out. Yeah. Uh, sure stuff, too, yeah. Ronnie Anderson's yeah. orb theory. My orb theory, and when I tell everyone who sends me videos and pictures, if you don't see it with your own eyes, I don't think it's credible. And John Sullivan, you should try to debunk everything before you go public with I it. I agree with him on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gene, I, yes, I thought one year. Yes. yes I caught one year yeah. ago that I saw spirit. The other saw an orb, and we caught it on video coming down the steps. Yeah. That was at Weems. Yeah, I. I Mott's in Dumfries. Oh, at Weems Mott? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we investigated there. That place is cool. I, I can't really. Like... investigation at Weems Mott's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know how you all feel about the SLS, you know, structured light sensor camera. Yeah. Um, but we, we use it. We don't, we don't use it as much as we used to, but we had a really um, inter- interesting um, SLS thing happen there. There was, there was a graveyard, and we were... We were standing there. It was it was late in the day. It wasn't dark yet, and we Kim was or actually yeah, Kim was holding the SLS camera, and then my mother-in-law was in front of it, and there was a figure um, right next to her that we caught, and it wasn't matrix seen on a tombstone or like that. There was it was right in the middle of nothing, and then I told my mother-in-law to move to the right, and she moved, and then the, the figure jumped forward, and which I thought was kind of odd. Now I know a lot of people have a lot of theories on the structured light sensor camera. Um, we've gotten some things, you know, especially we capture it in open doorways, not on walls or not on flagpoles or chairs. You know, it has to be in an open area if you get a figure there, you know, and that's, that's what you want to capture. You don't, you know, if it's, if it's on, you know, like a chair or a dresser or, you know, a vacuum cleaner, um, you know, those things are standing upright or a chair is shaped like a human way shape. I think the way that software, the Connect software, the way it works is it's programmed that out person that's similar to something that's you know, standing erect, you know, vacuum cleaner or black hole or something. So, okay, yeah, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to read some of these things, but I can't. So I'm trying to look at, look at my photo, look down at the same time. Yeah. Um, the firmer we have pebbles. Oh, Ron, yeah, Ronnie, yeah, the firmer we have pebbles showing us. Yeah, um, um, yeah, Ronnie and Shayla were telling us we were, we were, they were, we were 
Yeah, they were. We were up there, and then they went up there. That, the infirmary is at West Virginia State Penitentiary. That place is creepy. So we went on the tour. They didn't show us. So my wife and I went up there after the dark. I took a camera up there because I wanted to set a camera in the hallway. This place was just, it was huge. It's like a whole third floor. Um, so I set walked out. So as soon as we walked up the stairs, my wife was like, "Sounds like somebody's behind us." I didn't hear that. But when I walked from up the stairs and we walked into where the hallway started in the infirmary. This loud boom came from a room from the right of us, just a loud, like someone just took their fist and hit the side of a filing cabinet. I mean, it was loud. I was like, what the hell? And it kind of freaked out, you know? And they was like, no. I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to go see what it is. So, you know, went in, went in there. There's nothing in there. I mean, there's, there's equipment in there and stuff, but nothing, you know, and I'm like, well, that's crazy. And we know there was bats in there, but ain't no, there is no bat that's going to crash into something and make that type of noise. Because right. we were hearing bats all night, you know, and, you know, we could hear them and stuff, but they weren't. But um, when I set that camera up, you know, I never found out what that loud boom was. But when we set that camera up at the end, you know, the infirmary, because it goes down like, I don't know, like 50 yards or whatever, and it's just screens to the left and the right, big open areas. I left the camera running, and we went about our business investigating the other parts of the penitentiary. And um, when, I'm wa- when I was watching, reviewing the video of it, I've had a chance to watch all of it. But it was literally sounded like stuff was being thrown. And oh, wow. I haven't told Ronnie or Shayla, I haven't even told Ken this yet. But um, it, it, it's just crazy. There's nobody up there. Nobody up there. And, look, we've investigated over 60 places. And I've, I've left cameras all over the place, you know. And, and that was definitely one of the most intriguing things I've ever seen, ever heard. I haven't, I haven't watched all the video. I've watched probably half of it. But I haven't seen any apparitions yet. I mean, almost impossible to find. But, um, but yeah, things being thrown, things being, you can hear things being moved. Um, could it be bats? I mean, you could see bats. I mean, I could hear bats throughout the night. You know, that's the thing with audio and audio cameras, too. Sometimes it's hard to hear stuff coming from the ceiling or coming from the floor, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there was stuff right, yeah, I mean, but there was stuff right next to the camera. It was just odd. And then all of a sudden it just stopped. But um, anyway, yeah, that was one of the crazy things that you have Channels are definitely what they're the most, yeah, they're the most crazy haunted places you'll ever, you'll ever go to. Their jails are nuts. I haven't even been, I don't think I've been to any jails yet. I worked in a jail, but I have not, like, been to any as far as investigating. (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely, yeah, definitely, if you get a chance, absolutely. I mean, we've done, you know, you know, the Fauquier County, um, Jail and History Museum. It's an old Faulkner County Jail. Um, I don't think it's been it's been out of commission since the early 70s. Um, and it's a small jail. There's two buildings. We've done tours to them. We've, we've raised money for them. We've investigated there five, six times, probably more than that, and then done travel tours. That place is definitely one of the most haunted places we've ever been. Yeah. We've gotten a lot of crazy evidence from that from that jail. Um, yeah, they just seem to be, you know, when you go to the maximum security, so I mean, the Faulkner County Jail only has two maximum security jail cells there. Mm-hmm. And we do this thing with the whiskey cards and um, a KT meter and a REM pod. They got, they got their static, static energy sector, Airspace 260. Um, and we get these devices to go off. And I mean, and it, but they go off only when there's women in there. Um, oh. And then we do, we do tours for them, about 60%, about 6 out of 10. Yeah, about six out of ten of the tours we do, we get reactions from these things. Um, 
when I'm in there, like when we do the private investigation, that's just four of us. When I'm in there, you know, we can't get the stuff to go off. As soon as if I leave, I leave and go out, you know, because upstairs, I go out, out of the building, to the breeze, maybe, to the building, stuff will start going off for them. And then they'll call me, hey, Paul, Paul, get back here. Get back here. And that happens literally six out of ten times. It's crazy. You know, we use whiskey, cigarettes, cards, and, um, you know, the K, it's like the K2 meters go off of asking questions. And, you know, there's, there's nobody pressing buttons or anything. And, you right. know, no walkie-talkies going on. Right. You know, so and it's just, it's, just, it's just odd. You know, and there's nobody there with us. I mean, there's, there's a docent there or an administrator or whatever. She's up in an office or whatever um, on the, in the other building. But, um, you know, they don't know what we're doing. They can't cables there. Right. There's, there's electricity that switches at, at the bottom of the stairs. But, yeah, I mean, I think jails are, are I mean, definitely in our experiences for our paranormal group, I mean, they're definitely one of the most – all the places that we've ever been to, and West Virginia Penitentiary did not disappoint. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, and Shanza says insane asylums are a close second. Oh yeah, I see that. Yeah, um, yeah, we. Oh yeah, because uh, yeah, we uh, St. Albans. We went with them as well, and John Stevens went with us. It last year. Yeah, St. Albans is pretty off the charts too. That was that was that one was pretty that one was pretty crazy. I haven't been there yet. Got a b- bunch of <laughs> yeah, should you. you Definitely need to go. Definitely need to go. Make it there one Jonah day. Jonah Stevens says his marriage was jail. <laughs> I was laughing at that. <laughs> his marriage. Oh, John, you cracked me up, man. Stripper, a.k.a. Snowball. Yeah. He's retiring. He says performatories. Yeah, he's retiring as What's a stripper. That? I said he's retiring as a stripper. I didn't get my oh, first show at the John. cabin last time. Shame on him. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Kimberly, I want to know how many of you investigated jails, right? Jails? How many? How many? many, I'm sorry. Would you say, Jerry? How many jails have you investigated? We've we've done two jails. The Faulkner, West Virginia, we did recently, and then Faulkner County. Mm -hmm. There's only two jails we've done. I mean, we've we've done um, um, elementary school. Some schools. That we did, you know, Hamilton High School. Actually, that's a, a new place that you know John Sullivan, you know, Fredericksburg Paranormal is doing, and Ronnie and Shayla with, with Middletown are helping out, and Tyler. Oh, and um, that's a really yeah, yeah. Um, that place is crazy. Um, we got some pretty good um, evidence there. I know John got a EVP of a child laughing. I got a, we, we heard a child laughing there with their own ears. Um, we got some. We got a EVP of a woman. Um, and the, and, the, and those all in the auditorium. That's where it seems to be most of the evidence. That space is really cool. I know they're doing dinner with the ghost there. I don't know the exact date, but I, I've seen that on the, on my Facebook. But um, I encourage anybody to definitely go there and do an investigation. Um, that place is really cool. We had a really good time there. We definitely to go back. Yeah, Ronnie says he um, likes your after investigation rap singing. Oh yeah, Ronnie. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> Ronnie and Ronnie and Shayla did that. I thought that was funny. I was like, "How do you do that?" I don't have an iPhone. I don't know if you can do it on iPhones or whatever. But that was hilarious. That was that was pretty funny. That's that yeah. after stuff but, um, we don't know yeah. about. Let's see, just right. St. Albans, but we've been there like five times, and I want to go more, but haven't had a chance yet. That's from Shayla. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah, they, they've been, yeah, they were, yeah, we've only been there once. Um, I, w- I definitely want to go back. We wanted to go this year, but we just feel like there's too much going on. So 
especially go back next year, you know. Um, yeah, that place is pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple other places down that way. Um, there's that uh, Octagon Mansion. I haven't had a chance to go there yet. Um, that's a little far. Yeah, I haven't been there but either. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know in February we're trying to go do the Battleship North Carolina, the USS North Carolina thing. We might try to go do that. Um, yeah, I that that was really, I, I did that one a few years ago. That was really. Oh, did you, did you like it? Yeah, yeah, it, it was really good. Yeah, well, you're, you're a guy too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, me and two of the guys I was with, we were walking through the um, Chiefs Passageway, mm -hmm. and all three of us were military. I was Navy, and they were. And we were talking about our rank when we were in, in the chief basket. And we were all below a chief. And we said it, all three of our K2 meters just spiked to the ramps. And there was no reason for them to spike. No, no natural reason for them to spike. And they all went off and, like, you're not supposed to be in here. Right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, did you go, I know, because it, it was struck by a torpedo, right? Yes. The ship? Okay, did you yeah. go down to that part, too? Or oh, yeah, we, they gave us full access. I mean, we, we had access to places that that general public don't get to. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I mean, hopefully we can do that. I've never been never been on a ship before. That would be kind of cool. So we're, we're trying to do that in February. Um, but, um but yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's just, there's, I think there's never a shortage of places to investigate. It's right. just trying to get people's permission. Right. You know. And if people's permission or get enough money to pay the exorbitant prices that they charge. Yeah, that's the other, yeah. I mean, like, you know, West Virginia's state penitentiary was expensive, but it's definitely worth it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you get the group, I mean, there were seven of us that went. Yeah, seven of us. And, um, you know, even with 10 people, you split it. I think even with 10, it might be like 120 a piece or something. Yeah. I can't really do math like that in a second. But still, that's, that's not a bad deal. I mean, yeah, it's a five-hour drive. So that kind of sucks. I mean, five-hour drive from Culpeper. It makes you get a little farther. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that kind of stuck. But, um, but, it was, but it, you know, it was just it was, it was cool. I mean, definitely like, I mean, in some of those places, you know, they talk about saturation shit like that. You know, like, oh, these places are saturated with so many people investigated them. I get that. I feel that way about other places that we've been to as well, but that place was definitely um, it was definitely a good experience. Yeah, I, I led a group to West Virginia a few years back, and we had 19 of us, and that was that was pretty good because the place is so big, you're yeah. it's, you're not going to get cross contamination with 19. Yeah. Yeah, if you and if you split into a group of 20 people, if you split into four groups of five or five groups yeah. of four or whatever, it's yeah, there's plenty of stuff to do, and they're, they're so big that you're not going to hear And, um, yeah, I don't realize how big they are. all this is big, too. Um, so it all is big. Sounds like it.
was a hard drinking sinner with blood on my hands. I was a hard drinking sinner, a gun in my hands, drinking 40 pounds for dinner till I met a big man.
What is up, all you freaks out there? This is Ryan. How are you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I can't even talk tonight. I got this stuff that my sister gave me. It does um, some CBD-like tea drink stuff that's supposed to help you relax, and, um, and it tastes like shit, to be honest with you. Um, I think it's like sea salt caramel or something like that. It is not good. It is not good at all. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm drinking right now. So, uh, what's going on? So, tonight, we're going to have uh, Ghost Seekers uh, Texas on the show. Um, But, unfortunately, something happened down there in uh, Texas, and um, they weren't able to come on tonight. And so, I hope everything's okay down there, and if it's not okay now, that it will be soon, and uh, we'll be able to uh, reschedule the show. Um, so my best wishes and prayers and good thoughts to uh, the folks down there. Hope everything's okay, and we're sending all our positive vibes out to them right now, and uh, hope they uh, hope they'll be able to figure it out, and uh, we'll be able to reschedule them soon. Um, what we do have a special guest. Um, Austin actually uh, was the one who booked uh, Go Seekers Texas back last summer, and uh, I was like, you know what, you know, I know you got your own, you got your stuff going on and everything, but you know, do you want to come on and, and chat with the Go Seekers? And he was like, hell yeah, I do. So uh, unfortunately, like I said, he, they can't come on, but we do have Austin back with us tonight. Let me go ahead and add him to the show here. What is up, brother? What's going on, man? Mm, not much, man. I'm drinking this uh, this sea salt caramel CBD sleepy time drink here. Don't be up all night after I do the show. Hopefully I won't be falling asleep during the show. Uh, hope it's not that potent. It <laughs> starts snoring. Uh, but I'll think... Exactly. Exactly. I start talking like all this weird shit and like, you know. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Is it is it live? It is live. On my on my screen. It is. Oh shit! I probably forgot to push live. Damn it! Thank you. Oh my god! It is the CBD. I mean, just start 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 sipping on it. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Uh. I am totally high right now. Mm. Oh, it's not the first time I've done that. It's either I forget to push live, or uh, I forget I forget to unmute myself uh, on Blog Talk. I'm not gonna blame the CBD on this though. I'm just gonna you know it's 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 the CBD's fault. Yeah, it's never my fault. <laughs> you either blame the ghost or the CBD. That's uh, that's my motto. Or the other. It's a girl, Rachel. I'm not here to talk ghosts and shit. And she's awesome. Yeah, I love Rachel. Love both Rachel and Kevin. Mike Sean is in the house. What is up, Mike? Yeah, that is, uh, not going to disclose this information, but. Hey. Hey, you know what? He's on here. That's all I care about. You know what I mean? You got some, so how's, how's it been? 
Man, you know, I've been doing pretty good. Um, I got a uh, an invite to do a live broadcast of the sh- of the show, I'm dropping pins and shit on uh, at the haunted the horror fest thing coming up in October. We think it's called Nightmare Fest. So I'm um, looking forward to, uh, to doing that. And uh, other than that, you know, I had COVID last week, so that was the week of week of hell. God, I was, I didn't even know I had it. But uh, Angie noticed something with RJ. This is Labor Day, so I was about to actually about to go to work, and um, she uh, she tested RJ, and there was then she tested me just just in case, and I just got I got the shower. And well, not I was coming out, you know. Uh, she she came in. It's like, oh, you're you're positive. So, and it's like as soon as I, as soon as I found out I had it, it was like my system just shut down. And everything just starts feeling like crap. And I'm like, is this like mental stuff? Is my because you know, I was like, it, am I thinking I have these symptoms because you know they said it was positive, but for like, I guess until like maybe. Friday, I was completely no, we did Saturday. I was just completely unmotivated to do anything, and I was kind of happy that Angie had it too because when you know, it was if this was gonna be me and RJ, this house would have been wrecked. So I because I, I just wouldn't have wanted to deal with him. And he he had the COVID where it's like nothing happened to him, and he's running around like it's like he's on like five bowls of frosted flakes and six sixty sticks, yeah. you know. Screaming, throwing shit. I mean, oh my, oh my god. And when I had it, I had it for two weeks, and I just felt like I was by a dream. Like, uh-huh. I, I was coughing so bad that I couldn't breathe. So I was like puking and like couldn't breathe from that. So it was just like a number of stuff. And then my fiance gets it like a week after me, and she's just like, Yeah, you know, you do some house chores. You're a big baby. Yeah. Jesus Christ, how how are you functioning? Like I was dead to the world. She got like COVID light. I wasn't coughing like as bad like as like that, but it was just complete unmotivation. Like nothing sounded good. Like watching TV didn't sound good, you know, or eating didn't sound good. And when I tried to sleep, my body was aching so much they couldn't move. So I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. But I survived it. Mm. It's fine. That sucks, Mike. And I've had—I think I've had like three times. One unofficial because I never really, I never had tested for it. But it, you know, I knew how I knew how it felt. Um. Yeah, Mike Sean says I ate some oranges. Oranges they tasted like oil. That's the first. Never heard. I never heard that before. <laughs> you looked at the comment for a second. You're like, I don't know how that would. <laughs> Crude oil. Oh, well, I mean, you know, we're going through an oil shortage here. Maybe we need to grind up some oranges and throw them in a the gas tank. Hey, we are, we are thinking like you know, eco-friendly. We're going green here in the freaking Austin Paranormal. Yes. 
be composting composting oranges and shit. Oh, good. Taste, his taste is back. I would hate to lose my taste. That's one thing I was really scared of with COVID is losing my taste. I'm like, what if I'm one of those people where it doesn't come back and I'd live my life like not tasting anything? And that would suck. God, because once you, once you go past like a month, you like, you just assume it's never going to come back. Oh, man. You know? I mean, probably lose a lot of weight because I wouldn't want to eat anything. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know? Welcome to the Freaking Awesome COVID show uh, with your hosts, Ryan and Austin. We are taking, we're taking calls about COVID. Do you want to call in? Um, I never heard of uh, of uh, it making oranges taste weird, but I guess it's just all part of it. Maybe it's just the acid made with weird tasting or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, on wood, neither Ke- me or Kevin have ever gotten it. We actually have a whole house full of people we- the weekend, and every single one of them caught it. I felt so bad for all of them. Okay, what what kind of superhuman uh, genes do they have? Jeez, some spicy ass peppers. Okay, that's probably that's what it probably is. Like, away. Ag had like that much, and. Went straight to the bathroom right afterwards. You win. Yeah, I can't do spicy things. I'd rather just have COVID than try to eat spicy food. I'll take that back. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. That's that. No, I shouldn't say that. But <laughs> after coming off, yeah, after after last week, but yeah, I watched those shows like you know, Man vs. Food. You know, he's eating those like yeah. really spicy things, and like I could do that, and then I eat like. A hot, like spicy, like sauce and Taco Bell. I'm like, oh my god! Oh, so. Yeah, we uh, my friends and I we did the one shift a few weeks ago. Oh my god! I don't want to try that. I did a tour of Satan with Angie, and we just did like a little piece of it. And there's a video on YouTube somewhere of of us basically crying because. I'm here ga- downing, like, imagine this gallon of milk. I'm, like, chugging it like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a, I'm, a, I'm pretty much a baby when it comes to uh, the spicy foods. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't want food that's going to make me hurt five hours after I eat it. Yeah, see, mine now is, like, in the middle of the night, I'll have acid reflux. Can't go back to sleep. Isn't there? Yeah, that was that's. Uh, well, that's when I start. I start if I start start drinking a beer, and I, I have to use the bathroom, and you know you break the proverbial seal, and and it yeah. doesn't matter if I am super tired, if my if my bladder isn't done, I'm up all night until the very last drop, good to the last drop, because if not, I'll be I'll just be getting out of bed. Every like hour, so I'm like, what's the point? I don't, I don't need to do it. Every so, every so often, I'll, I'll grab a beer just because I like the taste of it. But just not as much fun as it used to be. Like, getting old sucks. Now I'm drinking <laughs> CBD tea. <laughs> <laughs> talking ghosts and stuff. I had to change the talking ghosts and stuff to or the sh- the shit to stuff. Cause I don't want like. You know, yeah, you 
I would be an advertisement on Facebook and YouTube. If Kevin swears everyone has two sets of taste buds, the other one's in your mouth, the other one's in your butthole. Yeah, that's true. The one, the one, the butthole is what I'm worried about. <laughs> Man, I could. Uh, so how was the how was the one chip challenge? Uh, so we all we all look at this because I only bought one of them. Those things are like twelve dollars a chip. I mean, one chip. It's got to be, you know, got to make it worth it. Potent shit. Holding this chip up, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think I don't think one of us are eating it because Jacob, uh, not Wheeler, but Jacob Hunter, uh, one of our former members, he was supposed to eat well, hottest gummy bear later in the night and it's like nine million cold in the unit. So we all look at this shit and we're like, all right, so if we all break a piece off, we all have to eat it. All right. Yeah, I mean, it can't be that bad. It's just little crumb little pieces of chip. You know how bad can it be? Really? <laughs> no, it wasn't the, it wasn't that it was spicy. Yeah, it it was a little hot, but it wasn't as bad as like I anticipated it to be. But it tastes like shit. Like, it literally tastes like feces. And I was puke because of the taste. So just the taste of it did it? Yeah, just the taste. I've heard that once you get to a certain point, like with spicy things, it's not about flavor anymore. It's just about heat. That's what all it is. You know, once you get to, like, ghost peppers and, you know, shit like that, or Carolina Reaper, it is about just how hot it is. The taste doesn't even matter. Because you're not, you're not worried about the taste because by then your your mouth is on fire. You don't care what it tastes like. You're, you're numb. Yeah. You're basically numb. And like, I, we, I actually still have it in my cabinet, the nitro gummy bear. Yeah, I've been, I've been trying to get Angie to, to, uh, to do, to do one of those with me. Did you, did you record it? Yeah, so we have it on a live stream that we did. It's actually in uh, we did a 24-hour like full mm-hmm. live stream. We were just playing games and stuff like that. And uh, friend Jacob and my friend Brian were celebrating both of their birthdays. So they were in a challenge, like they were dueling and stuff like that on the game. And uh, I ended up getting you know the the bean doodle, the mm-hmm. fancy jelly. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They came out with a spicy version that had jalapeno, sriracha, paprika, uh, habanero, and Carolina Reaper. So I got those, and I mean, they, they were just going at it the whole night. Like, 24 hours of them just eating these spicy jelly beans, and then finally it came, like, full circle with all of us eating those. One chip. I want I want to do like the spicy gummy bear. Do something like like that. Um, I've also wanted to, wanted to try the, the the you know the spicy uh, jelly beans. Were they really hot? Yeah. So I mean, it really sucks because it was like, you ever eat hot tamales? Yeah, well, yeah, not like that spicy. Yeah, yeah. So you know how they get stuck in your teeth. Oh yeah. Imagine that with like Carolina Reaper. Like, spicy level sitting there in your teeth and like, you know, you take it out with your tongue or something and out of nowhere, randomly, not expecting it. 
in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so basically, bring floss when you uh, when you see her, if you do the challenge. She's a jelly bean, though. The gummy bear, probably as well. I don't know how like chewy it is, but it, I mean, it's it's literally a gummy bear like that big, you know, a whole case and a whole box. You guys gotta pack so much of a punch. Like twice. God, it's like trying to get into Fort Knox. Yeah. Rachel says I've done this one chip challenge. It's not that bad, guys. Come on, it's so weird how some people have have in a, like can eat spicy foods and it not affect them at all, and other people like like me who eat like a like a di- a dollop of like a super spicy salsa and then I'll start wanting to cry. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, the one chip, it just got uh, removed from all shelves. Because uh, some teenager did the challenge, and he died from doing it. I wonder if he was allergic to something in the chip. I mean, probably. It also says, like, on the back of the chip, don't do not, like, 18 years or older. That's sad. Yeah. But, I mean... Yeah, people do things, and you know, like the one ship challenge, and it, it, it sucks. He, it's really sad that he passed away, but I don't know if they should take it off the shelves for like everybody else. You know, it's like if yeah. someone dies on a, in a on a bicycle accident, they're not going to take all bikes off the shelf. They're doing something, or hockey is like doing something to where they are going to try to change the formula, so it's not like just a direct heat kind of uh-huh. thing. Or maybe they're looking into it. I don't I don't know. They said that they're gonna come out with a statement later on. Hmm. Well I mean hopefully you'll bring it back. Just you know don't know if I'll ever do it. But if I do I'm gonna tape it because you know <laughs> if I'm gonna end up with those like Walmart steel cases where you have to get somebody to unlock it or something. Oh yeah. And you've got to like, and you've got to like have like a hatchet to get into once you get it home. Yeah. Yeah. Comes with yeah. a with a lock and key and shit. Mike Sean's son dared him to do it, and he said, he said "I'll never do that again." So I guess he's done it. So I guess he did. Uh, I guess he did the the nitro gummy bear. I guess if you do it once, you really have, you really don't have to do it again. I mean, that's a that's a one time thing. That's a. That's the one time thing. Once I do it, you know, I, I did toast it, even this little crumble that I still did it, so it counts. I can't imagine, like, the challenge is to keep it in your mouth for, like, a minute, and there's no way. I think my to- tongue would literally dissolve if I tried doing putting put that thing in my mouth for a minute. So there, there was a point where I was live streaming, and I had this Carolina Reaper sauce that I bought from Big Lots. Possibly, like, three bucks. Didn't have a brand mm-hmm. name, nothing like that. And how bad can it be? Yeah, exactly. They're like, all right, I'll donate like twenty bucks to you if you take a shot of the Carolina Reaper sauce. Was it worth the twenty dollars? Uh, I mean, twenty bucks is twenty bucks, but I mean, I don't know that that like left chemical burns in my throat. I remember the first time I did a shot of Everclear. 
I I don't know. I didn't know what to, I didn't know what it was. I didn't you know I, I I was like I just thought it was regular alcohol, just on the strong side. I literally thought I was going to die. It burned so bad. I was like, did I just drink? Because I know people that are people using it to start cars and shit. And I was like, oh my god. I really thought I was going to die. Hey Jade. I was like, oh my god, because it burned so bad. It, it, that's like my thought. My insides were <laughs> kind of melt. That's how it was with uh, Brandy. It's like, I mean, you know, you're young, drink like BS beer and stuff like that. God. Purple Passion. I mean, it, yeah, Everclear is good when you mix it with stuff. You drink it straight you up. You drink it straight up. You're, you're, you're just, you know, you insane in the, in the membrane. Do what? You probably didn't know your name afterwards. No, no, yeah, exactly. Cause, I mean, I'd done, um, like, a shot of Bacardi 151, which is, like, obviously 151 proof. I think... I don't know how it would prove Everclear. It's like 200 or whatever. I don't know what it is, but... Up there. It's like once... It's literally like one step below gasoline when it comes to, uh... Um... Like, like alcohol and stuff. Yeah. Man, it makes me want to drink something. <laughs> Seriously, it makes me want to go back in time. Get a time machine. And, you know, not now, because I would be you know, useless tomorrow if I tried doing that. Um, mm, tonight on the freaking awesome paranormal show. Hot stuff and spurts. Oh man, so I'm gonna take some of my uh, CBD tea here. <sighs> I, I found out I had a new fear. A new fear. I did not know I had it. So I came face to face with it, and it will be bad. Bad. We had um. Where 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 was your bat encounter? Uh, well, I uh I don't remember what city. I know we were outside of uh Madison. Was it like during investigation? It's all right. That's Not always. Sure. It's always fun. Left all of our equipment in the attic. We're like, oh, we'll be back. We're going to go take a 15-minute break. You know, AG and Wheeler went outside in the base. You can hear just, like, taking a sip of my drink and everything. Go back. So we walk out of, like, home base, and we're like, all right, we're going to go, like, each one of us go to the floor and just, like, kind of film our, like, encounter walking through. That way we had some B-roll to work with. And... I walk out and I see something fly like right in front of me. I stop. I was like, I don't know if that's a ghost. I don't think that's a spirit. And she goes, that an effing bat? And I was like, yeah, yeah, all right. Go up to the next floor. Two bats. Like, all right, well, I'm going to go back downstairs and grab a flashlight because I'm not messing with this thing. Mm-hmm. Ryan, there were a total of six bats in this building. Bam. Flying, flying around. The only, I wasn't afraid of the bat. 
honestly, the only thing I was afraid of, I didn't want to get rabies and go get a rabies shot. That was it. I would not want to get a rabies shot either. That's not high on my list. Um, Especially when I'm like eight hours away from my home. Yeah. We, uh, we had an encounter with a bat at St. Albans. Walking, I think we're walking to the female ward, or and the bat was flying around. I got a video of uh, Dennis to call him the bat whispered because there was a bat at the Exchange Hotel that they had made a nest in the um, summer kitchen. And uh, yeah. Be there in October. Yeah, yeah. This is a few years ago, but. The bat had, I guess, had fallen out of the nest and was sleeping because it was during the day. Heavy sleepers fall out. It was on the ground, basically, and he picked it up and put it back, put it back in the uh, the nest. So we got a video of what we call, call the bat whisperer. We had one time, we were upstairs. We're walking up to the attic. You know the, the St. Albans, the suicide hallway, and then there was like a little stairway that goes up to like the attic area, and there's like a, a wooden door where they wouldn't open it for anything. Well, we walk upstairs. It was, um, I was with Dennis, and I was behind him, and we opened the, we opened the door to, to go in that room, and there was a, a dove that came in. It was in the room and flew out the door, like right when we opened the door. Scared the crap out of us because there was this bird coming at us. It wasn't like the ghost that scared us. It was the damn bird. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's how it always is. the nature. Mm-hmm. Because you're not expecting it. Uh, the, the, Todd, uh, Todd is asking, Austin, which is your bigger fear, bats or a tetanus shot because of Bailey Seton Hospital investigation? That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, uh, Bailey Seton, when... Danger asked me if I wanted to come. Not anticipating. First off, this man, you go into this abandoned portion. So, I didn't know this. Bailey Seaton is still active. There's still an active portion. I just thought this whole thing was just going to be like, you know, every location you go to for an investigation or whatnot. Now, we got there. Blouse has some good shoes. Because we were walking like 20 minutes from the second to top floor all the way down to the basement through tunnels to get to this other portion of the building that's not active. And I hit my head on some rusty metal probably about 16, 17 times that trip. Oh. I was joking about getting tetanus, like a tetanus shot during the whole thing. Never got one because at this point, screw it. Um, but danger, we're, we're sitting here, he goes through the hole in the wall. You know, I see the cameraman going through the hole in the wall. Danger goes, Austin, he's coming. I was like, I guess I am now. And I get stuck in the hole in the wall. And all I see are two IR lights looking at me. I was like, Tyler, are you filming me stuck in the hole in the wall? And I see it go. Of course. Oh, oh my God. All these people that are watching this live stream are going to see me sitting here. 
looking like a brick in this hole. All of you just uh, another brick in the wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. God. So how did you finally get out? Oh, I'm just like full on, like full scented all the way to the, to the ground at that point. Oh. I'm like, I'm already 30 at this point. I'm just go ahead and roll. And that's fun thing about investigations, though. You never know what's going to happen. It made And it made for a good story, too. You know? It's a memory I always have. And the investigation was cool. Like, uh, we, I mean, we were in the, that abandoned portion, I think, for the entire 30, 45 minutes that we were in the part of the hospital. And we saw, like, hospital records from the 80s. Oh, wow. Um, we saw there were, like, lockers. People still have their coats and stuff in it. Um, and, I mean, they just have a bunch of, like, it, it's frozen in time because of how, like, many things are there. So it, it was really That's awesome. Well, here's one. Awesome. What was your scariest scariest investigation? Probably the first time I went to the cabin. Not gonna lie. So number one, huh? Oh yeah. I mean, cabin is literally number one on my list of places I've been to. Um, the first time that I was there, you know, I nobody, I didn't really know about the cabin. Like, and I'm I'm glad we ended up going. Now we've gone, like, seven times. <laughs> but, like, uh, I don't know. Like, I never knew about the cabin. So I told Wheeler, I was like, you know, this is going to be your first investigation. I can just go in at it. Like, if you're in the water. I went up real quick. Um, we go in after, like, day two. Day one was all right. It wasn't too bad. Night one was bad. I guess the spirits were just getting used to us. Day two. We're sitting here. We're in the rancher. And Miller walks in, walks towards the basement. I walk in, I go towards the bathroom. The bathroom of the cabin was occupied. Wheeler goes, There's no asking why. I was like, What? And I come over to him, face the door. Oh. We closed that, and he's like, "Yeah, because that was the last one out, and I made sure it was closed." Um, and yeah, I mean, two minutes later, the um, whole like room went from two p.m. bright to uh, like nine o'clock at night dark. I looked over at Wheeler. Wheeler looked at me, and we locked eyes, and that's when you knew he knew what I knew. Both eyes start watering, and I was like, you're not going to scare us, you know, you're not going to have us leave. That's when we heard stomping coming up the stairs of the basement, and we ran. Yeah, I mean, I would, I don't, I don't blame you for that, because you don't know what, you don't know what's coming up, you know, and, yeah, I mean, got to, you know, you were, you were regrouping, that's what you guys were doing, you just, you were just regrouping. Needed some fresh air. (laughs) And I mean, we didn't get it on camera or anything, but I think that's what makes it, like, even better. Yeah. 
because we didn't do it for like the chamber or anything like that. So we, I was downstairs. I had gone uh, back into the basement uh, after we'd done an investigation, and we you used a fog machine and uh, uh, one of those green laser grid things downstairs, and it was the fog was still there, and the the laser laser was still on, and everyone else was back in the house. I think I'd left a recorder or something in the basement, so I was just kind of down there getting my stuff and not recording or anything. But I heard a voice saying, like a female voice saying, hello, right by my ear when I was downstairs in the basement. And uh, I know I'm shooting the best you're supposed to, like, you know, stop and record. But, no, I got the hell out. You know, I, I, I didn't rub the steps because they're, you know, rickety. But let's say I power walked <laughs> up the steps and uh, got out of there. Because, you know, you're in, when you're in this – in a location like that, especially at night, your nerves, your your nerves are on high are on high alert. So when something like that happens, like what happened to you guys with the the, the steps, you know, you're thinking safety first, not yeah. I gotta record this. Oh, let's see what this is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I've seen those Paramount activities movies. I know what happens here, and I'm not trying to be a part of that. I'm just glad that you know stuff happened out there. You know, I'm always, I'm always, uh, I can't say surprised, but I never expect it. You know, because it's like you never know what's how they're gonna react. Every time I've been to the cabin, something else, like something different, has happened. Like we did the uh, our giveaway thing that we Mm -hmm. did a month ago, and my mom and uncle were out there. And they were the only ones that stayed the full night. Um, and next thing I know, freaking. What was that? Loud truck. Oh, it's like it sounded like an alien crap going by or some shit. I was like, what the hell? Like, yeah, you know. exactly. Don't get abducted yet. Wait, wait till after the show. Um, Not yet. Leave them till the show's over. <laughs> so we're sitting here. And my uncle has the headphones on, doing the SDs. Never done it before. And we were, like, trying to get him to sit in front of the steps, like, of the basement, like, in the basement. And he was like, I don't I don't know how I feel about that. I was like, all right, look, I'll sit in front of the steps, and you sit beside me. They can ask questions, stuff like that. Well, mom ends up asking, she was like, you know, ask all these questions. Uh, and then she goes, where are you right now? And my uncle goes, right here. And she goes, right where? She's like, right here. And she's like, where? Where in the room? Give us a direction. And she goes, right effing here. And you know how, like, if nails, like, scrape on wood? Uh-huh. I hear that to my left, which is where the stairs were. And I didn't even look. I didn't even touch my uncle. I ran so quick because I was like, I've heard the stories about what's under the staircase, and I don't want to see that. So, yeah, need to say, my uncle got left. You guys did some um, automatic writing uh, at the cab in the brick house too, and it's still hanging up there in the in the cabin. Oh, really? Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, that was a really cool thing. Like, we've never actually had it happen like that. Mom and Mariah, they were doing, they had all the lights off, too, so they couldn't really, like, they couldn't see what they were doing. But after they, like, turned the lights on and whatnot, all, like, it looked like a smiley face made out of circles. And then had hair, like, all over it and stuff. So. You know, it really does look like that. It's, uh... It's really cool that you sat, you guys decided to do that. Yeah. I brought it. I was like, I've never really had anything happen with this. Um, I mean, we'll set it down and we'll leave it, go do something else, mm-hmm. if, you know, anything just it. But yeah, it was a really cool experience. Mm-hmm. I have to try it out a little bit. So, so have you tried it? Have you tried doing it again in other places to see if it? Not since the cabin. Um, now, before the cabin, we've done it. We we had done it in the Hayman House. Uh, we did it in Greystone Manor. I want to say we did it in one other place, but I can't remember where. Um, but we've never really had anything. Oh, El Um But we've never really had much happen uh, compared to. Like, like I said, that's the reason why I have my favorite place. Every time I go, it's something different that I want to happen ends up happening. What would we like variety like the Cabin on 360? I always want to give you the same thing every every time. You know, I give them a little talking to them, like, guys, come on. Let's just do something different here. You know, Austin's coming back. Yeah, yeah. We got to get up the ante a little bit. It's a good, this cool thing about the the property is um, is the fact that it's it's different. I like get different every time, but you can get something in the in the brick rancher or something in the cabin. Or if the cabin's not active or the brick rancher, then you go to the woods and there's something going on out there. Exactly. Keeps you on your toes. Well, something only hot. Well, I can't say only hot now, but the first time that we ever got uh, Randy some sort of piece of a device. And it was as we were hearing, like, somebody begging for help. AG asked, uh, who, who do we need to help you from? And as soon as he finishes his sentence, Evan's, like, goes to that. Mm-hmm. And Randy, like, clear as day. And it, it was, that's literally, like, we have a, we have a top ten moment, though, 2023 coming up. And that is number one. It's still on point, you know? Literally, like, and I, I, I wouldn't be able to do anything about that. We did um, talker app. It was like a, a Oculus, and uh, I was in the cabin. And most of the time, I get just random stuff. Like it's dark in here in the middle of the day. You know, okay, no, it's not. But I did get the word Clark in the cabin. My grandfather built the cabin. His, his name is Clark. My middle name is Clark. My dad's name is Clark. So it's like, is that such a random name, though? It's hard for, for me to say it's coincidence, you know? But, you know, I'm not like, oh, my God, this is total evidence that they're ghosts. But it's still... The same, same night that we got Randy through the, uh, the cabin's ghost tube, I was using mine from digital dowsing, like the 
You first said flux. I thought you're making it up, like some Back to the Future, like flux capac- flux capacitor. A lot of people call it like the the yes no pyramid. Oh, okay, like, I like my proton pack, you know, and my uh, <laughs> my EKG meter. I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, shoot, I guess mine is my recorder. I use my divorce recorder on my phone, and that's where I get. Uh, most of my stuff. I, I use the Necrophonic app. So I guess my phone would be, which the people, a lot of people frown upon. You gotta get it. But you know, I I I get a lot of good stuff, and stuff stuff I get on the Necrophonic really like pinpoint accurate to where I am during an investigation. Not like all the time, but there are times when I'll get something that is, you know, very very close to where where I am with like responses and stuff like that. So that would say my phone. And you think like the app I think the Necrophonics may be ten dollars. And it's like, well, it can't how accurate can it be? Because you got these all this equipment that costs hundreds of dollars and I'm paying ten dollars for this. How how good can it be? But it's actually really, yeah. really good. You'll, you'll never know if a piece of equipment works until you try it. You might exactly. Spend $400 on that piece of equipment and it doesn't work. Yeah. So, I mean, I, it, it, I'm, I'm open to any and all until you show me something that will tamper with it. And I mean, I'll always go to debunking mm-hmm. before, like, believing it. But once, once there's no way of debunking it, I mean, you can't, can't deny the truth. I think, like, the necrophonic is just a, a bunch of, like, sounds that they can ma- manipulate into words. So if you get, like, a whole sentence, which is very rare, it's like, all right, well, that might be something. Like, we, we were at the we were in Cold Harbor. It was me and Angie. And uh, we decided to pull off into one of the little parking lots that you can pull your car up into. And uh, I asked, like, what, what happened here? And a female voice comes through, clear as day, saying, it's in the museum. Wow. Yeah. And I guess he's cool. talking about the um, the the visitor center up in front. But, I mean, a response, clear response to my question. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do you do overnight investigations? We do them at the cabin. Yeah, you know, anybody can come out and investigate if they want. We do book private investigations out there. We have public investigations too. I'm trying to get to have a one at the end of the month, trying to get people to come to 
but it's been slow, yeah. man. I've been having tried a hard time selling tickets through the yeah, event. Yeah, we'll be there, but we're going to be only one of our last two investigations for Halloween. Uh, I think the war going to be in New York for a day, going to be in Vermont for a day, and we can ask her going to be at the exchange, you know? You got a full, a full slate, yeah. I'm going to be at, um, I'll be at Pamplin the week before, and then I guess, you know, I don't know what's going to be going on, if it's going to be like a big event or, or what, but I'll plan on being in the cabin on the, 20th, on the 30th of September. Uh, I'm excited for your, for your Halloween event, but I'm not going to talk about that because I'm having you on the show in October talk about that. So this is what you call a teaser. The tin in October seventeenth. I think it's October seventeenth. Let's look on the uh, also then it's Ryan's birthday Eve. Hey. There it is, October seventeenth. We're gonna have Forgotten Explorations back on the show. So tune in to learn all about the Halloween investigation. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for it because it's like last year, you know, we were just starting. We're doing all this other stuff. And this year's compared to last year's is like evidence-wise, next level. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have some stuff happen at the seminary. Um, I'm back a prior location that's ran by somebody I'm currently talking to Oh, because of some stuff. Oh, a little connection there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Again. It, 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 was, it was scary. I'm not going to lie. Guys, this is getting people excited. They're like, I just want Halloween to be here. Not for the candy. <laughs> not for any, just, just so you can see what, 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 what's going on. Yeah, I mean, we, so right now I've booked five locations for season three, and we actually start filming season three before we finish filming season three. Mm-hmm. So, we're, we're doing our first ever, um, I think they're still on sale, uh, for Wilson Castle. We're going to be teaming up with Sandball Truces and Moni too soon to do a public investigation. It's the first time that we are ever filming with the public. So, that should be cool. That's going to be fun. We're doing, we're doing some stuff with Danger Zone Podcast. We're going to be doing some stuff with Paranormal Bros. No Seekers. We're actually going to be in Savannah, Georgia next October with them for a week or so. Uh, Get haunted for get haunted Rob era. Wow, Rachel's board, you know, it's your boy. Gotta, gotta have Kevin and Rachel. Oh yeah, so. definitely. It wouldn't be the same without them. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, Eric, you get me, you get excited. That's that's awesome. And you guys, so you got a lot of cool stuff coming up. Here, uh, there's just more reason for you to come back on the show and talk 
about which 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 you guys have coming on going on. Get check in every once in a while. Let us know. Oh yeah. What you've yeah. been up to. That's awesome. Uh, I agree. The Flux Two has been has been go to recently for us. Brian, as long as you can use it and corroboration, corroboration, timing, and relevance, and you have to give credit to that. Yeah, exactly. You know, if it says a bunch of random words, you know, I'm like, oh well, you know, that's. But if it says stuff that's relevant, that's what I was looking for. Thank you, Todd. I couldn't have a brain fart. My CBD's kicking in right now. <laughs> my CBD's kicking in. Uh, the CBD's fault, not my own stupid brain. Um, but yeah, it's uh, relevant to 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 the location. Um, and again, a lot of that stuff with um, with with the cabin or the brick rancher. We did a spirit box session, and we we're in the we we're in the brick ranch. I guess we we're in the Randy's room, and the voice came through the spirit box. Like an old timey voice said, "My," but it was the N word that came through, clear as day on the on the on the spirit box. And you know, it's picking up radio signals. It's not going to be saying that. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Some some dark shit uh, in in the uh, yeah, in the brick rancher. Really is just a Uh, we were in Melissa's room, and basically we heard a muffled 
squirrel screaming. Like it's kind of like mm-hmm. puppies mouth, like handles over their mouth. That freaked, I've never cried at an investigation. I cried during that movie. Like, I actually cried. And it, I don't know, like, you know how like people say that spirits can like make you feel their own emotions? Yeah. How they feel. That's just like how it's like, it's just right then and there. Well, I mean, people get angry at the the cabin, you know, they, they, and they they feel that emotion. It's it 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 makes sense. Uh, real quick for the blog talk portion of the show. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we will be continuing the conversation in the after party on the stream yard for for a little bit longer. So I pass out from my CBD too over here. Uh, <laughs> but thank you, uh, Austin, for coming on the show. I appreciate you. Um, so yeah, but, uh, if they, they can make you feel emotions and why not? I mean, Dennis, Dennis taught in EVP, they were, he was in, um, Rachel's room. Sorry, Rachel, Melissa's room. (laughs) I hope he wasn't in Rachel's room. That'd be weird. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing here? (laughs) Don't mind me. I'm just looking for ghosts. Uh, but she was he was in uh, Melissa's room, and he, you know, he's asked, uh, "Are you here with us, sweetheart?" or something like that. And uh, he got an EVP of a of a female voice saying, "I'm with you." So and that that got him, it made it got his emotions. He had he had to leave the investigation. He said he went outside and, and wept because it hit him. Yeah, I mean, it, especially. But something like that, something so traumatic, to somebody so young, and how much time has passed, mm-hmm. I mean, like strength. You're too built strength. Um, no matter how young they were when they passed or anything like that, the longer they're at a location, the more interactions they have with people, I feel like the stronger they get, uh, the more... They're willing to show, especially, you know, with somebody like Dennis or with you, people that go there.